Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I remember I got criticized for calling Putin a war criminal. Well, the truth of the matter is so what happened to Putin. This warrants him, he is a war criminal. But we have to gather the information. We have to continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need to continue the fight. And we have to gather all the detail so this can be an actual, have a war crime trial. This guy is brutal. And what's happening in Bukha is outrageous. And everyone's seen it. Up to Allah. No, I think it is a war crime. What are you going to do about it, sir? Are you going to do more sanctions on Russia? I'm seeking more sanctions, yes. I'll have time to announce that to you. He should be held accountable. Well, no. No, no. Go to the war crime trap. Yes, I'm going to continue to add sanctions. Thank you. I'll let you know. Idiot. Just another idiot. Although that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today. I just, sometimes it's just fun to point out how stupid that man truly is. Something that is on the Democratic agenda. You notice that uh, over the years, especially over the last probably uh, five decades, I would say or so, they've been wanting to socialize medicine and they always point to particular countries and tell you how great it is because they have... Uh, free medical care, and, and we do not, and they think that we can provide it. That's one of the things that Tulsi Gabbard did uh, advocate for when she was running as the uh, Democratic nominee. That's one thing I'm against. Socialized medicine, it does not work. Uh, Breitbart ran a great news piece about socialized medicine in the UK right now how they struggle with it to just to give you an example, some of the highlights they do, they have, um, different benchmarks that they have to meet, uh, I guess in their system percentage of wait times and how quickly they see people and whatnot. So they do hit them in some spots, you know, for full transparency, but there are a particular few areas where they are not even coming close. For example, uh, they had an analysis and a publication of a report by the Health and Social Care Committee in the House of Commons, which has found that socialized healthcare system in England remains well below other comparable countries in terms of outcomes for cancer patients. According to preliminary committees, only 58.9% of those diagnosed with colon cancer in England survive for at least five years, compared to 66.8% in Canada and 70.8% in Australia. The report also points to figures from the uh, London School of Hygiene and Topical Medicine, which said that among 28 comparable countries, the UK ranked 14th for survival rates of cancer, 21st for liver cancer, 22nd for brain cancer, 25th for pancreatic cancer, 26th for stomach cancer, and 27th for lung cancer. 
on average for treatments, if you wanted to get a uh, treatment for your colon, the average wait time is about two months from the time you are diagnosed to the time you can start treating the cancer. And as everybody knows, cancer is one of those things that the earlier you catch it, the better chance you have of survival and the odds that you beat it are much higher. So the longer you wait, the more it uh, grows in your system, you know, the, the uh, poorer your chances become. Um, the MP said that they agree with the stated goal. They have a goal that they're setting to diagnose at least 75% of cancer patients in either stage one or stage two by the year 2028. So if you get cancer between now and 2028, they're working on a goal to try to get you, uh, to see you, I guess a little sooner than that and get you uh, diagnosed a little faster. Yet the committee said that their modeling suggested the diagnosis rate is expected to remain static at around 54% until 2028, despite the government investing uh, euros 2.3 billion to build a hundred new community diagnosis centers. I don't know. Cancer is a a huge problem, not only abroad, but here at home as well. However, I did look into our wait times and our uh, percentages. And if you have colon cancer, on average, we are at around 82% of people will live to be five years, given that that's almost a 30% higher chance than uh, UK. I would say that our medical system obviously provides better care, pointing out the flaws in their systems. I've also had friends that are from Canada that will tell you their medical system is just terrible. Uh, I've probably told this story before. I mean, I'm way over, not way over, but probably on my 220th episode. So I'm sure at some point over the past almost two years, I have mentioned this. But just in case you're a new listener, I'll mention it once again. Uh, buddy, A good buddy of mine, his sister lives up in Canada. She broke her arm before a doctor would see her to set her arm. It was six weeks. I don't know if you know anything about broken bones, but by that time, the bone is pretty much already fixing itself or starting to fuse. So they ultimately had to re-break and set the arm. So you don't get one broken arm in Canada while you're waiting on, on treatment. You get two. So it's two for the price of one. Sounds great. Sounds like a medical system that I would just love to be part of. So I can wait longer to get diagnosed. So the chances of me surviving is much lower. Or if I happen to have a broken bone, I don't get to break it once. I get to experience that pain twice. Wonderful. Makes you wonder. But yes, yeah, socialist medicine, this push that's been been going on for the last 50 years, social, socialized medicine does not work. Free medicine does not work. We have programs for people that are underprivileged, that don't have the finances to afford it. I know for a fact, personally, because when I was first married over 20 years ago, we were struggling a little bit with money. And for the kids, I had to get a very cheap, I think it was $20 a month, uh, child, we just insured the child just to make sure our, my my daughter had insurance more than anything because they got to be seen more than we do, and we'd pay out of the pocket if we needed to see a doctor at the time. Thank God we didn't, but they have programs in place for that. You don't need to socialize the entire entire medical system and mess everybody up just to help a few. Doesn't make sense. All right, I can tell you it's it's been a very rough week 
for social media. <laughs> They're having a bad week this week. I mean, I can only imagine what Dorsey is thinking. Um, more details are coming out about why for, I'm just going back to yesterday's Elon Musk deal. More details are coming out about why they offered him a position on the board of directors. And the reason why is so he would not continue to buy stock to be the majority shareholder. He already is the majority, but if he gets over 50%, he can do whatever he wants to do with that company. And to put this into perspective of if that's realistic or not, Elon Musk could buy the entirety of Twitter for just about 7% of his total net worth. <laughs> so if you think that it's not possible, he didn't even have to give up 10% to take over Twitter completely. And instead of spending the years and the time developing his own social media network, he could just take that one over and run it the way he wants it to be run, which is uh, you know, free. So that would be interesting. However, like I said, the week continues to get bad for all social media companies. The court re uh, resonates with Louisiana's AG lawsuit against Zuckerberg's election meddling group. So Zuckerberg is in hot water once again. Uh, last week, a, Lu a Louisiana appellate court reinstated the Attorney General Jeff Laundrie's lawsuit challenging Mark Zuckerberg's uh, infiltration of the state election system with private Zuck bucks that flooded the country during the 2020 election. The lawsuit, State of Louisiana versus Center for Tech and Civil Life, originated in October of 2020. That's when Louisiana, through laundry, sought a court order declaring that private contributions to local election officials and the election system in general are unlawful and, and contrary to Louisiana's law. Laundry's lawsuit followed attempts by Zuckerberg-funded Center for Tech and Civil Life to dole out millions in targeted grants to election officials throughout the state. By the time Laundrie sued, more than 20 officials throughout the state had appealed for grants of nearly $8 million, but after the Attorney General warned them that the funds were illegal, most abandoned their efforts, uh, Orleans and, oh, Colossius Parish, uh, I, I'm probably saying that wrong, however, went on to accept more than 810000 in funds during the 2020 election. Ultimately, for all of their tomfoolery, this is probably going to end up in trial court. I am sure that the uh, Center for Tech and Civil Life is probably going to appeal the uh, Louisiana rule at the moment. We shall see. Uh, I doubt that they're just going to give up without a fight, but it's bad week for them. Uh, you know, if you, Mark Zuckerberg's, if you recall, and I'm sure you do if you listen to this, that during the 2020 election, it was estimated that they put somewhere around $500 million that they invested into making sure that there was a senile, sleepy, creepy, old, decrepit pedophile in the White House. Well, that's what you got. So uh, I'm glad they're going after them because, you know, for you privately, if you can only donate a certain amount of money, if you donate more than that to a campaign, it becomes a problem. Well, why should it be any different for corporations? You know, there should only be a certain limit that you're allowed to donate to help support these causes. I know that they do fundraisers and all kinds of other ways that they've worked around the rules to make sure that they can get as much funding as possible. But to have one particular country put the amount of money that Zuckerberg put into the election to try to sway voters and ensure a win, you can't do that. And you shouldn't be allowed to do that. And we'll see where this lands, hopefully, with the uh, Zuck Bucks. If this sets precedent, it should stop that 
in the future. We have to wait and see on that as well. Everything is always a wait and see. <laughs> Everything's moving. But our court system is like molasses. For example, everybody knows about the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. It's four years ago. In case it has slipped your mind, it's it's been four years. If you live in Florida, I think we hear about it a little more than national news does. But it's been already four years. They are just getting down to jury selection for the sentencing phase of it. He obviously pleaded guilty to the murders. He's in jail. Now we're down to whether or not he's going to get the death penalty or uh, life in prison, whatever they're going to do with him. Me personally, I think you should uh, run enough electricity through him to light up Miami, personally. Yeah, you go and you kill 17 unarmed, innocent children, regardless of whether you are one yourself and you injure a ton more, you kill children, adults, and then you tried to be real sneaky and run with the crowds and pretend it wasn't you. I don't see why you should have the opportunity that they didn't have. So you you were doing something awful. They were doing what they were supposed to be doing that day. They were all in school that day. That's what they were supposed to be doing. And they got mowed down for doing what they are supposed to be doing. So I think they should light them up. That's my opinion. I am not against the death penalty at all. Obviously, you can tell by that statement. So, you know, light them up like a Christmas tree. I think uh, everybody would be a little bit happier. happier. But... How slow the system works, we're just getting going on that sentencing phase. Four years later, this guy's been in prison for four years, and we're just getting to it. So, again, we're going to have to wait and see. We'll see with the Zuck Bucks. This all began in 2020. It's 2022. When is it going to wrap up? God knows, but it is definitely something worth paying attention to. I will be paying attention and following it. Whenever it comes to a conclusion, I will have to let you know. All right, the right to homeschooling. And this one kind of pissed me off because I am homeschooling my kids because I do not believe in the system. Daily Wire reported. Uh, for years now, we have all been homeschooling our kids, especially especially in light of everything that's been coming out from the radical left and how they're trying to indoctrinate your children. And if you can't afford to pay the money... Um, that it costs to send your kid to a private school that you can really check and vet and make sure that their their philosophies in life are in line with what you are, yours are and what you want your kids uh, to learn. You know you're subject to the public school system, and most people are. Most parents can't afford to send their kids to private school, so the alternative to that is homeschooling. If you don't know anything about homeschooling, they don't give you a plan. It's not a set. Uh, a set schedule. It's, I mean, there's nothing there. You create it yourself. Your lessons, your plans, you design them yourself. It's work. My wife works very hard at planning for these kids. Um, I do some of it myself with uh, with my older boy. And now that my daughter's in college and doing her own thing, and she's she's extremely smart, she helps me in certain areas with him to get him better in certain areas. So we have a nice little system that we have here in our house. You know, nobody gave it to us. You got to design it yourself. Everybody's different. You know, some parents work all day and maybe they do their school with their kids at nighttime. You know, that's the beauty of homeschooling is it's on your schedule. Uh, you can get them the same education, probably a better education. Uh, no, nah, actually, you definitely get a better education than what's in public school. Because in public schools, uh, kids are graduating that can barely read and write and do math at a 5th to 8th grade level at a high school. So you're definitely teaching them better than that. Um, 
but it is on your system. Well, that's under attack now. So one report found that from March 2020 to September 2020 alone, homeschooling rates across the country grew between 5.4 and 11%. I am sure it is much higher by now. Five million American children were receiving their education at home, a figure that is sure to increase, especially in the light of progressive hysteria over the uh, basic uh, protections of parents' rights to charter their children's education. They are after it. Elizabeth Bartholet lamented that the United States has an essentially underregulated regime in an area of homeschooling and very few requirements that parents do anything. She alleges that homeschooling violates children's rights, meaningful education, and protection from abuse. <laughs> yeah, I can only, you can only imagine what their version of abuse is. In an earlier paper from the Arizona Law Review, uh, Bartlett, who leads the Progressive Law School Child Advocacy Program, pointed out that the vast majority of homeschooling parents are descendants of the original conservative Christian wing. Nice how they uh, attack Christianity there. She makes sure to point that out. Uh, She said, rejects many of the views and values reflected in public education and the larger society as inconsistent with religious beliefs. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. Well, I know for a fact that in my belief, there's only two genders. So yeah, you're definitely teaching something that... that, uh, is not in line with what you uh, crazy people think. Homeschooling, I knew sooner or later that it was going to come under attack. I would probably say most people do, especially in light of what's going on. I mean, look at what's happening here in Florida with the uh, parental rights bill. They don't want you to have the basic rights of allow not allowing teachers to talk about your kids, to talk to your kids about, excuse me, sensitive subjects. Subjects that are a parent's responsibility to talk to them about. So I knew it was only a matter of time until they were going to come after homeschooling. And one of the first ways that they can attack it, and it's going to, you know, these things all heavily depend on where you live. But one of the first thing is that they'll implement a type of curriculum that you must follow during homeschool, which is the same curriculum they're going to want to teach kids in school. And if you can't keep up with that or you can't, um, productively teach that curriculum, then they're going to tell you, you cannot homeschool your kid. You're going to have to send them to our lovely public institutions where all we do is indoctrinate and turn out Nazis. Yes. Uh, it's a shame to see that it is happening, but it is definitely happening. And if you are a homeschooler, like we are, if you're homeschooling all your kids, just know that you're going to have to stand up and fight for that as well. So that way you can raise your children the way you want to, and they're not going to be raised by the state. All right. You want, let's talk about stupid things. (laughs) Let's talk about stupid woke things. Woke things are always so dumb. Let's, let's throw a dumb one in there. A website of a woke church in Illinois says that during Lent, the church will not utilize any music or liturgy created by white individuals. <laughs> what a great church, man. You know, because God, you know, God picks colors. If you ever read the Bible, you know, it's, it's all in there. Uh, a section on the homepage of the website of the First United Church of Oak Park Bears. Uh, the headline, Lent 2022, Fasting from Whiteness. <laughs> it's all so dumb. You're going to, yeah, don't eat because you're white. Stop eating. How do you bet put it down. 
If you're white, you better put it down. Start fasting. <laughs> For Lent this year, the First United is doing a mix of giving something up and taking something on. In our worship services throughout Lent, we will no longer be using any music or liturgy written by or composed by white people. <laughs> our, our music will be drawn from the African-American spiritual traditions, from South African freedom songs, and from Native American traditions, and many, many more. The website states, For Lent, this is our prayer that in our spiritual disciplines, we may grow as Christians, united in the body of Christ with people of all ages, nations, races, and origins, unless you are white. <laughs> because if you're going to unite with them, uh, you're, you're calling out one particular one. So apparently that applies to everybody except you are white. So if you are in Illinois and you happen to know where this church is, just know you, bad, you're white, that's it, you better start fasting, it's terrible. Turning Point USA posted a photo of the church sign that bears the headlines, Fasting from Whiteness. The sign includes a message, this Lent we are built, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, it's all so stupid. This Lent we build our worship life around the voices of black people, indigenous people, and people of color. The church is unabashed pro-LGBT declaration on its website. We welcome the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people into the full life of the ministry of the church, including ordain... <laughs> I can't. It's just, it's all just so stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> popular or unpopular, uh, if you are following the rules of the Bible, yeah, that last portion of people would kind of be opted out. Just going to throw that out there. Now, they can come to God because God always wants you to come to him in any form, and he will do his work with you, okay? And you can take that however you want to take it, but that's the truth. Uh, it's amazing. You see how accepting they are of everybody else except for white people. I love this constant attack now on white people. It just We've turned out to be such boogeymen. And, I mean, I'm Italian-American, so I have a smidget of Irish in there. But, uh, you know, I'm... Just by my skin tone in general, I, they don't have Italian-American on application, so I always go with Caucasian because uh, if I picked anything else, they'd probably look at me like I was stupid. So, <laughs> so uh, I would say I have to classify myself in there with white people. Um, it's amazing how we're being vilified. It's just reverse racism. It's really amazing, and it's all over the place. It's uh, You see it's even in churches, although I don't know what type of church this truly is. It seems a little shaky for me because if you're building a church on the principles of the Bible, the foundation is the Bible, and if they're building it upon that, everything about their messaging is wrong, everything from top to bottom. But it is nice to see that people who are supposedly God-loving people are singling out one of God's creations instead of being accepting of them, and they're... Uh, they're going to remove the whiteness from you. You better fast. If you're white, please, right now, whatever you're doing, if you're in Dunkin' Donuts right now and you're about to get a bacon, egg, and cheese and you get your coffee, I know you're looking at it, you're thinking it's a good idea. I'm starving. I haven't eaten in like 12 hours because I went to sleep. I probably should just fast. Why? Because I'm white. Oh, yes. That's it. That's, that's the end all. <laughs> you know, we were talking about right and wrong yesterday. Yeah. Can you, can you picture it now between right and wrong? What is right? What is wrong? Is not accepting? Is the Lord accepting? He accepts all. You're all his creations. Doesn't matter what you are. You're all his, whether you're black, white, brown, Chinese, yellow. I don't know. We, we're going by colors. So let's just go yellow, pink. 
don't, I don't know what other, what other skin colors are there. Green, I guess, if or if you got uh, some type of disorder. <laughs> Red-ish, if you're pretty itchy. You might king itchy. I'm itching everywhere. Uh, whatever. Hey, whatever color you are, whatever nationality you are, God accepts all, period. And God doesn't ever single out one and tell one particular group you're bad. Because why would you have been made if that's the way it is? That's how stupid that theory is. So the right way would be under God's law, we're all accepted. All of us. So you can see right there when you're wondering whether you're on the right side of things or the wrong side of things. Us as conservatives, we don't care what color you are. We don't care about any of that, especially as Christians. We certainly don't care about any of that. You'd have a better chance at somebody that was only a conservative, maybe an atheist. You have a better chance at them singling you out than you would a Christian. Because if you are a true Christian uh, and you're a true person of faith and, and you follow the Bible, you don't single anybody out. So would I be right in this situation or wrong? Oh, I'm right. I'm Listen, I'm 100% right. <laughs> I'm right all day and tomorrow and the next day. <laughs> I'm going to be right. And if you disagree with me, guess what? I'm still right. <laughs> I'm in a good mood today. I thought that was <laughs> extremely stupid, which is why I had to bring it up. If you'd like to read the full article, which I read just about all of it there. They didn't put a whole lot of time into that article because it's so ridiculous. But if you'd like to, that was at the blaze. Uh, and that's about it. It's Thursday. Tomorrow we'll have a uh, fun day. It's Friday, thank God. This has been a long week for me. I don't know about you, but it just seems like this week is dragging. So tomorrow will be uh, the end, finally. <laughs> and we could start getting to the good stuff. If you'd like to follow me, or sorry, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me, and ah, uh, you know the rest of it. Let's do it again tomorrow.